Welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, where I interview health and wellness practitioners across the globe to see what sets them apart. You will find out why they not only teach and talk about health, but how they walk the walk as well. If you ever wanted to see what others are doing on a daily basis to get healthy and be able to implement in your life, then you're in the right place. Also, I'd like to invite you to go over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com and take your free brain health quiz today to see where the health of your brain lies. And for taking the quiz, you will get a copy of my book for free, The Four Morning Secrets to Perfect Brain Health, shipped to your door. Hey guys, I'm your host, Nick Horowski, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, episode number 36. Today's episode, I interview guest Christopher Peacock. Be sure to stick around to find out who the sacred Scotsman is, as well as find out a bit more about Purim Health products and how you can raise your level of consciousness. Alrighty, guys, welcome to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast. And online today, uh, for actually the second time, I have Christopher Peacock. Uh, Christopher and I, uh, we recorded this once. I screwed up the audio a little bit, but he came back. He was, he was willing to do that. So first thing, ask everybody, uh, tell us about your health journey in 10 sentences or less. Who is the sacred Scotsman? Wow. Um, okay, doke, really brief. Uh Background is totally in health and fitness, uh, which through continuing studies and stuff got to learn more about corrective exercise, which is where I learned about Paul Cech, went and studied uh, through the, the sort of personal training route and then found out the holistic lifestyle coaching route of things. And from the holistic lifestyle coaching stuff was introduced to energy work and Going beyond, going to a deeper level beyond just physical rehabilitation, uh, physical nutrition. It was more on sort of energy healing work, working through energy centers, which are also known as chakras. And I met Reiki practitioners. We were working with Qigong and Tai Chi. So that really connected to me with my martial arts background. And from there, that just led me into doing more uh, energy work, so like emotional freedom technique, I'm a Reiki master teacher, I then followed up with um, some bioenergetic work, uh, breath work, shamanic stuff, tantra, and just really combined it all into a sort of spiritual personal development, uh, where I now um, do energy healing, I do body work, and I work with um, men's development groups, so specifically working with men becoming a lot more grounded, a lot more present, and uh, going, being more masculine, basically, really connecting to the energy of the man and growing up from the energy of the boy. Now, is there, is there something that uh, most men are even often lacking, like that you come across where it's, you see the same thing kind of cropping up over and over, or is it oftentimes different? Like, what would that look like? But on a general level, it's like a lot of men are still the, the immature 
12-year-old, 10-year-old boy, even when they're in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and sometimes all the way through life, it's like they've not went through the stage of development or a rites of initiation of becoming a man. Some of those traits that sort of, some of the, the, the traits that sort of show uh, that immaturity or the lack of connection to that masculine energy are things like not being very present so your your attention's not able to be focused uh, you're all over the place like anything can distract you and that shows that you're not very present with the person that you you're with now that can be with a lover that can be with um, a family member or that can be if you're a professional that can be a business meeting or a client a customer and they're talking to you and your thoughts are everywhere else apart from with the customer or the client other sides of that is if a man faces confrontation from another person and they're going back and forth and both people are trying to win the debate or the confrontation through their words and what you, you'll notice is someone's pitch of voice is going to keep getting higher and higher and higher which is showing how their, their lack of groundedness so and typically shows that they're not grounded, they're not connected to their masculine essence and Really, they're in total defensive mode and they're not able to be present, to slow down their breath, to slow down the thought process, to be more in control of their own energy. Um, does that answer your question? Yeah, that, that's actually uh, a great way to look at that because these are things like, I, I, I like the not being present thing because I, I noticed that, I mean, I work with a lot of males, females, uh, either way, and that's something that I still even notice, but is is there something that that oftentimes stems from? I mean, is this things growing up? I mean, is it just environmental even now, like with nutrition, with just so much input, so much stimulus from always being around us, uh, everything around us? My my perception and my understanding, which is just one one viewpoint, would be the lack of presence really comes from a lack. It really does come from a lack of being grounded, a lack of connection to the earth and connection to your body. So like you said, tying in with nutrition, if your nutrition is very poor, um, you're not getting quality nutrients into your body, you're very disconnected to your body because if you're eating a non-organic diet, it's commercialized food, a lot of the stuff that they're pumping in to, to that type of food is designed to disconnect us from our body. So in essence, our body becomes more and more numb. Um, our intuition gets shut down. Our energetical vibration and frequency is lowered, uh, which uh, just shuts down that intuition, that, that sort of gut reaction. And, uh, yeah, that really ties in with the disconnection to the body as a whole, which means if you cannot connect with yourself, how can you connect with another person? That's, that's very... Uh... That's very deep right there, like that connection with yourself and then being able to connect with another person. And that's where people don't oftentimes uh, that I've recognized like that feeling of themselves even isn't there. So it's how are you going to share that with another? And, um, and the thing yeah, is, so, that I, I mentioned a lot about masculine essence and we're, we're focusing on the men there now. There is, a, there is a balance and women can connect to their masculine essence as well to become more present, to become more driven or... Uh, goal-orientated in a healthy sense, that's okay. It's just we we have polarities, the yin and the yang, the positive and negative type thing. So when I am talking about masculine energy, it's not just all about the man. Um, it is also present within the woman as well. We just have different ratios because we've came into 
into this world, into this body, and we chose the body that we came into, i.e. are you a man or are you a woman? And obviously we could then go into a whole different topic of conversation about how how mixed the, the genders are becoming through many sort of poor lifestyle factors and uh, almost like a like the Pottinger's cats thing where the, the, the digression from how healthy the, the ancestors were through four or five generations of poor lifestyle choices and poor nutrition caused a lot of um, degeneration and and the and the skeletal structure and the muscular structure and the health of the actual lineage um, from great 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 grandparent down to the the generation currently um, and I'm sure you'll throw up a link for something about that. Yeah, Pondrus Cats <laughs> is an absolutely fantastic book and it's it's a pretty quick simple read uh, to get yeah. through but it still is very profound in what it shares. Now, Christopher, one thing I want to ask you though, so talking about lifestyle factors, talking about nutrition. I know that you've worked with a company called Purium too, and this is something that uh, I've used myself now recently, and I'm definitely a big fan of. Like, what is it about Purium? Like, why did you choose Purium? Even just like kind of describing like what it is, what they offer, uh, because that nutrition component uh, and you're just talking about lack of proper nutrition uh, mm -hmm. is such a big part of it. Well, um, Purium is a health food company. They have supplements or products which are whole food based um, which is one of the big reasons that I went for them. They're also organic. The majority of the products are vegan friendly and it's it, for me I'm using the I, I, I use this, the products personally as well as in, in, in my coaching sessions with clients as well to boost nutritional factors. There is a convenience element that is like there's some of the shakes, like the Love Shake, which actually is an acronym for Live Organic Vegan Energy, um, has 36 certified organic foods in it. So that is a really cool meal replacement or a nutritional booster or a post-workout shake type thing. And the convenience element is you get up in the morning, you're running late and you don't have a chance to have a proper meal in the morning. So you can quickly grab your shake and as you're going to work or the office or whatever it is that you're doing, you can have that to get nutrition, good nutrition in the morning. Maybe the other aspect is that I've spoke to many, many people who say they just cannot eat in the morning. They cannot stomach it. And that's partly due to poor lifestyle factors as well. But this would help integrate nutrition in the morning and break the fasting that we've went through sleep. So that's just a quick example. But I mean, the main reason, the main reasons I go on board with this is any other products that I've seen out there or I've been approached to use still had um, fillers, binders, they, they weren't organic, it's not whole food based, it's not, it's not um, superfoods and um, the majority of the products are green superfood based, uh, so things like your wheatgrass, spirulina and to be honest like a lot of the health professionals I'm connected to who are far more knowledgeable than, than myself and have been in uh, the health industry a, f a lot, lot longer. We're already using these products and that in itself gave it more credibility before I even started looking into them myself. Um, now, I'm not vegan, I'm not vegetarian, um, but it just opens up the availability to everyone. Like, I combine these foods with real food. It's not a complete, I'm not completely supplementation away from whole food or the real food that I'm having. I'm 
adding it to it. So if I'm having like eggs and bacon and for my breakfast in the morning, maybe I've got my Kamut shake, which is the wheatgrass blend that we're using, or the chlorella, or something, just a, a, a combination of greens, um, like the best of greens product, which is about six or seven uh, superfoods combined together. And I'll take that with my meat or with the meal that I'm having, or I take it separately on its own. So for me, it really just helped with, for me personally, it's a boost to my nutrition. It's for convenience as well. Um, on the coaching side of things, for me, it really helped my personal experience in Scotland is that the nutritional side of things is what people find the hardest to change. Everyone can do the exercise and the movement-based stuff. However, changing bigger things like lifestyle factors, foods, uh, is a lot more challenging over here. So I found this is a really nice beginning for people. It's like the first step or the bridge to better lifestyle choices, better nutritional choices. And because this all sat, this, these products really do help boost those nutrients that people are getting, it makes those uh, choices easier later down the line. So I've found that people become a lot more compliant with the coaching I'm giving because they're in a better mindset through beginning with these products. And then they just integrate it into their, their lifestyle depending on the needs that they have. I think that's a couple of good points. One of the I want to harp on is there, people know that they need to make changes and they probably have to make a hundred changes in some cases. Like there's so many. But when you want to make something much simpler, much easier, and like talk about offering that convenience. Now, convenience can be a good thing. Convenience mm -hmm. can, can be a bad thing. But here you're getting, okay, is it an absolute like food that you just picked out of the garden? No. But mm. as far as right below that goes, I mean, that's a heck of a lot better than anything else that you're going to be going with. And I think you said, combine, you're still combining this with the regular foods that you're eating. So it's it still is that supplement to those, but it's a darn good one. Like you're yeah. not going to just be using anything. Yeah, I haven't seen other products to the quality that, that we have with Purium, which is why myself and a, a great number of health professionals, including yourself, um, are using the products. At, at, we can use them seasonally on specific things. I think you particularly like the seasonal way of, of working. And yeah, we'll, we'll chat um, on that in a second for sure, Chris. But yeah, please keep cool. it on. Yeah. Yeah. And other, other coaches I know integrate it into their coaching programs and protocols specifically for their clients. So yeah, like th there are many ways to, to utilize uh, the products that we have. Now, you, you did mention the seasonal because that's something that I'm a fan of. And this is what I want, one that I tried because I know you guys have like 10-day transformation, 10-day athlete transformation. And I want you to talk about like each of these, each of the items in the cleanse. But yeah, that's something that I like to do is with a change of seasons, uh, whether it be fall, spring, summer, winter, it doesn't really matter. Our bodies are still going through changes as well. And that's what the first time that I used the 10-day transformation, I used it right around the fall equinox there. So it, it was that transition for me so i was not only doing like a, a cleanse a transformation at that time but it was also everything around me was shifting i mean the the leaves were changing like the trees were changing like everything outside so in my environment was also changing so it was i was able to stay more in tune i feel like uh with that but yeah you want to share on the the transformations then themselves please well the 10-day the transformation when you look at the 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 website it's geared around like a cleanse and a detox or 
weight loss or it depends what your focus is if you have weight to lose it's very probable that you'll lose weight um, from it because what we're doing is we, we are changing what we've got typically now is people eat loads of foods that which are very uh, low in nutritional quality and nutritional level um, and we need to eat more and more and more to be to be sustained to give ourselves the energy that we need now with the cleanse and detox it is a, a partial fast um, with juicing products or um, tablet-based stuff, which are all still um, whole foods or superfoods. And um, what we're doing is allowing that digestive system to really switch off or get down to like 5-10% function to allow the energy that would normally be used for that system to be redistributed to the body. And by having the, the lower calorific level uh, through, the, through the cleanse, through the detox, um, the superfoods actually boost the nutritional level though. So we're reversing that. We were taking in a lot less food, but we're taking in a lot more nutrients. Well, so it's the like density of those nutrients is exactly. through the roof exactly. in this case, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for some cases, uh, for many people, they're getting more nutrients with this program than they would do from their normal nutrition, which is quite surprising to people, and some people find that difficult to actually um, believe at first. So yeah, uh, so we're, we're giving the, this digestive system a rest, we're allowing that energy to be redistributed for the body to go into like a healing state, so it becomes anti-inflammatory. The, the superfoods help with pain reduction, it helps with pulling toxins out of the system that uh, you've maybe got from processed foods and stuff like that. Um, so it really is about taking a 10 day rest from potentially the, the poor habits you've had, the poor nutrition, the processed foods that you're used to. And it really does help with anyone who's got those sort of sugar cravings, the caffeine fixes that are needed for energy. It really does help move to a more natural energy production level rather than being dependent on on stimulants basically sugar and caffeine being the st stimulants I'm being specific about so yeah and through that process taking these superfoods which are low in calories but high in nutrition if your body has excess weight excess body fat it will more than likely shift it off again it's all individual uh, it is a generalized pack so it will work really well for some people, it will work well for some people, it will work okay for some people and there's going to be the very, very, very small percentage where they might not get that weight loss but it just helped them on a sort of healthy transition. It, made, it was that first step but they might not have got the weight loss because their body didn't need it to, they didn't need to shift um, any additional weight, they weren't carrying anything additionally. So yeah, like that's the 10-day the transformation side of things, which is really good for like a reset if you're um, wanting that sort of break. Typically, any sort of movement practice you have or exercise should be, again, this is independent, uh, individual, but on a generalized level, it should be reduced down to uh, energy cultivating exercises like Qigong, Tai Chi. If you do yoga and you're really, really resistant to giving up things like Hatha yoga or Iyengar, they're really, really soft practices. And typically what I tell people is if you're breaking a sweat, you're working too hard. Now, there have been a number of occasions that I've heard of where people's energy levels have went so high and through the roof that they had to exercise. They had to get out on the bike, they had to go for the run, they had to go for that swim or hit the gym just because 
they were bursting with energy, which is a really cool reaction to it. It's 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 real, um, but it happens. Like I said, everyone's completely individual on it. Now, if you are someone who's wanting to do the exercise, if wanting to continue on exercising or work with your muscle to fat ratios, you've got the 10 day athletes transformation, which has a different protocol. It's using different products, which are more based around performance and recovery. And yeah, you, you're take, it has it just has a totally different protocol where you and you're taking more foods in as well, so you you are actually eating more um, as well as using the products. And, and there's there's advice on how to follow that. And again, you can you can adapt it slightly to suit your your needs, your timings, and your schedule and stuff like that. So yeah, is well, any more questions on that? Yeah, two, uh, two things. I want to give. One of my personal experiences is when I did this, like I was fairly tired and it was definitely like, we, we actually discussed this before. Like I was taking a lack of calories, which is expected. Like not, I, I didn't feel, I shouldn't say tired. There were times in the day where I was just, again, a little bit more drained. Uh, I think some of that was still working with patients, uh, truthfully, because I could tell certain ones that could come in and like it would drain me more than others. And that's a whole nother talking about energetic side of things. But the one thing, uh, all I did during this was my Tai Chi, my walking, uh, yeah. walking with the dogs, doing that because I was not up for uh, doing any heavy lifting because that's that's what I love to do. But I, I recognized after first day, like, no, I didn't have I, I'm sure I could have, but I probably would have been exhausted. Yeah. But when I went back and I, I basically tested my strength levels before and after. Uh, and I was impressed to see that there was really no change. This was something that, okay, you, you figure I'm fairly high level athlete with lifting, that type of thing. I'm consuming a fair amount of calories on a normal daily basis. Here, I didn't do anything for 10 days. And yet I come back and my strength levels were either at the same or above on certain lifts, which is going to show like still how much nutrition, like that density we talked about that I was really taking in to allow my body to still stay fit, stay strong. So I think that's one thing that I thought was fantastic. The other thing, if you wouldn't mind, what are a couple of the products there? So you talked about like some of the shakes, but sure. what are some of the other things that either with this or other products that you've used with Purium that you really like that you have specific sure. uses for? Well, I really love the, the cherry drink that we have, which is it's a tart cherry. So we've got pressed cherries. Um, it's part of the 10-day the transformation and it's your evening drink the and the purpose for that is it helps produce more natural melatonin so it is your evening drink melatonin being your sleep hormone and when i've when i i use that in the 10 day program as well as i use it out with and take it quite regularly um and i typically can feel uh, that after about six or seven hours of sleep, I feel like I've had that seven, eight hours, nine hours type of sleep. So I feel more rested with less sleep, whereas what the complaints I get from my clients is that they can't get enough sleep. So they're getting maybe eight or nine hours sleep, but only feeling like they're having four or five. So they're on the reverse side of it. So I really love the apothecary for, now, for Are that. there any other things that they have? Like, because that sleep is a big one. And like you talk yeah. like, okay, everybody talks about the eight hours. Now, I absolutely agree. Like I track my sleep and I can see if I'm using something like that uh, or even like a couple other things that I've tried, but I want to stick with this. Like I will look at it and I can get into that deep wave of sleep. I mean, very, very quickly. Are there mm -hmm. any other things, um, whether it be with Purim or otherwise, that you recommend for people really getting the most out of their sleep? Paul, well, it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, I've been noticing with 
a meditation practice. If you can get just a minimum sort of 10, 10 minutes a day and you are, and for people who don't practice meditation or who don't really know how to do it, it's as simple as just focusing on your breath. And even if you have thoughts, meditation is about quieting your mind and stuff like that, but it's not about trying to force it to shut down and to be still and to be quiet. That just comes with practice. But what I've noticed is the more med if the more you can get into a sort of spiritual practice with something like meditation, it can have a big impact on how rested you feel, how how balanced and grounded you are, and it has an impact on um, your sleep as well, I believe. And I be, I was actually speaking to another healer therapist yesterday about this and how I did usually I do the meditation um, once or twice a day, but typically it's in, in the morning and late, uh, well, early evening, I'll say, but the other night I did it much, much later in, in the evening and literally done it and then went to went to sleep and I found it quite, it was interesting, I, I, I was tired before I started the meditation, but then after the meditation I felt rested and wasn't ready for bed and it was like, but I went to bed and I'm like, okay, what's happened to the tiredness, where's it went? So, it's interesting you bring it up because that's just something that's happened to me recently where something like a spiritual practice of meditation or that sort of qigong, tai chi practice where you're bringing energy into yourself and, and becoming more still and connecting to the body, I believe can really help with rejuvenation and resting yourself. I must say I 100% agree with you. That is the last, I do my tai chi, I can look outside actually from right where I'm at I can see the tree that I do it under every single night. I, I can I, I can completely understand what you're saying. Like I'll start to feel tired like before I go out to do it because it's getting late. I mean, right now, uh, the season we're in, like it gets dark much sooner. So when I go do that, I'm like afterwards, I have this big smile on my face. It's like I can, I feel like I'm ready to conquer the day again. But at the same time, within a couple minutes, like by the time I walk in there, get in bed, like crawl under the covers or whatever, my mind is completely shut off and I am out like a light. Like I notice if I don't do that or if we've been out or have friends over something like on a weekend and there's more stimulation, I can still go do that and yeah. it helps me shut down much faster uh, mm -hmm. versus if, if I don't have something like that or I do it earlier in the day. I feel earlier in the day it will help with my energy levels throughout the day. But to be is that very last thing right before I go to bed, I can just immediately crash basically and get into a very deep sleep even if I do feel energized. Uh, now, any other products? So we talked about the apothecary, which sure. I'm a big fan of. But any others that you use uh, specifically with yourself or with clients for any any uh, reasons sure. really well the we've got a product that, which is very good for hydration that the ionic elements which um, helps you with your electrolytes and things and if you were to compare this to a number of other products out there it's very very potent um, and I use it every day so if you're thinking about hydration levels are right up there with regards to vital, vitality of life force and um, like it ties in with our check training and the, the holistic principles and stuff like that. So yeah, I put that in my water quite uh, like daily and I'll actually, I usually add sea salt to it or Himalayan um, pink salt to, to mineralize it even more. And they're, the, the apothecary and the ionic elements are really ones that, like I don't want to miss. Like they're the ones that I will use more regularly than, than anything else. And that came from, I really felt like that, that 
the hydration level that I went through and becoming more hydrated. And I'm, I'm pretty good with my water levels anyway, but this, I really felt that the, the mind fog that lifted from me when I did go through the 10-day program was down to the ionic elements and apothecary. And that's why I'm mentioning them, because I feel they had a massive impact on me. Now, that might, other people have other favourite products as well, um, but for me, that they are specifically the two, and I don't like to, to miss it. If I drink water now, where I haven't added a little bit of sea salt or I haven't put the ionic elements in, the water just feels empty. It feels thin and it doesn't have the nutrition, the nutrient level or mineral level, I should say, in it. It's not, it's, it's just lacking something. And not only can I taste it and like I'm, I'm feeling it, I'm sensing the, the, the lower vibration of the energy of it in it as well. If you, if you can get I, I actually can. Um, no, the reason I, it's funny you said that. Like, I, the best way that I can describe it with when I don't put salt in my water, it tastes naked. Yeah. It's just that I, I don't know. There's something missing. Like, I'm like drinking it. Or if I don't have salt to put in it all the time, I just make sure that as long as I'm salting my food pretty well, and I do, I don't shy away from it. Like, kind of, yeah. I, I will use it fairly liberally. Uh, as long as I'm doing that then too, like I have that balance. Like, But if I am just deficient in salt, water tastes almost uh, dry to me. Uh, yeah, if honestly. people talk about like a dry wine, like that's almost the taste I think that I would, dis or the feeling in my mouth that I would describe if I don't have the proper minerals on board. It's difficult to actually describe the, the, the lackingness in the water. <laughs> it is. It is without having experienced that. But it, I yeah. think this comes back to talking about the not being present, the not feeling yourself. Like if you can't do that, you may not recognize that when you're missing those minerals, when you're missing all of that. Yeah, but level. Exactly. Like the more connected you are to your body, the more connected you are to your energy and vibration in general, the more connected you are to everything, to the earth, to your in environment, your the reality that you're creating around you, which extends to your food. How present are you with your food as well as your water? So are you sitting in front of the TV with the news on at dinner time, munching away while you've got chaos and anarchy in front of you with that war, this war, that war, um, an explosion in this country, an explosion in that country, famine, and just all this negativity that you're focused on while you're eating. It's a very, and even if it's not the news, but it's a very unconscious way of eating as you're totally distracted by watching the flickering box on the wall or in the corner with your food. So that really does switch you down and become very unconscious. And with the, the sort of movie world or cinematic world, we're almost conditioned from a very early age of going to the cinema and getting your treats or your sweets or your popcorn to sit, watch a screen and eat. And you you don't realise you've finished your treats or whatever the snack was you took with you in the cinema until you're gone. You're, you're gone. It's like once you, once the, the Pringles slogan, once you pop, you can't stop type thing. And you don't even know that you've started. <laughs> um, so it, it really does connect back to that that presence statement like you said so i want to ask you one or two more things about purium here because this is one thing some feedback that i've gotten from people but i've explained it to them and i don't really buy it uh either and i'm sure you're going to kind of be on board with me on this but people say well isn't it expensive like to be able to do something like this like look at the prices there and like i don't know if i can afford or if that's really worth it that much what would you say to somebody like that well there's a number of ways you can look at look at it with the the 10-day programs, you can um, 
in fact you can get a membership anyway where you're getting reduced percentage on the on the cost so you've got like a 15% discount or a 30% discount and you also get a minimum of $50 gift cards for you to give them away to friends and colleagues and from that you can actually get your products for free. Now it does work out I think for you guys in the States where it's about $250 for a 10 day cleanse and you're getting that money back once you give out those five cards and your friends decide to join you on that challenge but if you think about it's not an additional expense it's replacing the food that you're buying so your super food uh, your, your supermarket food shopping bill and the food that you'd normally be buying you don't have to get it because the 10-day program that's all the nutrition that you need up to about say 95 percent you are still eating and um, each day of the 10 days uh, but it's a very small amount so it's what is called flex foods so half an avocado three times a day or half a cucumber three times a day or three apples a day you get three allowances for a flex food or it's a vegetable broth that you've made and you can have that and um, again it's just small portion and part of that is to continue with the habit that we've developed from being a child of the hand to mouth that we're eating if we were to try if we were to take that away and um, within this program that will have a massive emotional impact to such an extent that will make the program very, very difficult to follow. Because um, we are looking at breaking unhealthy habits with our nutrition, with our eating schedules and plans. Um, another side of it is actually to get that roughage in our system and to can help continue the bills and stuff like that. So yeah, the affordability of it. Um, if you think, for example, the, the Love Super Meal, which is a meal replacement or an additional meal shake for you, has 36 certified organic foods in it. I mentioned this earlier. If you were to go out and source all of those foods, make sure they were organic, then the time it would take you to do that, the time it would take you to go and buy them, come back to the house, then you would have to prepare them. So then you need the expense of the juicer. So then you need to juice them. Then you need to clean the juicer. And then you need to reset it up. And you'd need to do that every single time. So this is where there's a massive side of uh, the massive side of where I was saying about convenience but also on cost as well because if you think about the cost of um, traveling to, to find these your products and um, buying them the travel back buying the the juicing machine getting it all set up there's there's a cost convenience uh, factor to that and to be honest I think if you go to I think the love super meal comes down it works out somewhere around three dollars for for a meal or three dollars per shake it's something around it it could be a little bit less and to get an organic meal for about three dollars or five dollars i don't know if you can do that good luck good luck <laughs> actually, uh, um, it, it, it may be labeled organic i don't know that it really would be <laughs> yeah if you went uh, i think you could probably your your coffee and, and muffin that you might get from starbucks or whatever coffee shop you go to um i know we're using the bad word there starbucks um, <laughs> that's the s word yeah <laughs> if you're getting a coffee and a muffin or whatever your little snack is you get with your coffee you're probably paying maybe six or seven dollars depending on your location so wow. for me it is it's, it's convenience and i i i'm willing to to invest in my health like if you're driving a ferrari you don't put in the cheap gas do you if you're I, driving I really a ferrari you put in premium right so you can you can use many analogies. That's just quickly one that popped in my head that I've heard a few times from people. Um, but yeah.
That's, no, where, that's where I sit with that. And at the end of the day, sometimes people are just looking for an excuse to say no because they don't have a strong no in them. So this ties back into the personal development work. When you were growing up, could you say no? Typically, people who went through bullying as a child will not have a strong no because they couldn't stand up for themselves. They couldn't set their boundaries and their limits. Um, so any parents that are listening, if your kids have been bullied or are going through bullying, it's showing at an early stage that it would be good to work on their no. How you would do that, there's many ways um, that you could do it. I'm not going to get into it for, for obviously the, the length of the call that we're doing. But um, yeah, it ties back to personal development. The, how grounded are you? How present are you? How good at, are you at setting your limits and your boundaries? And how well do people respect them? If people don't respect them, then it means you, your groundedness is weak, your energy is weak, which ties in with your, your third energy zone, so your solar plexus at the third chakra. Um, which then ties into many sort of development stages in your life as well as um, connecting physically to your body and that's us getting into a little bit more of the the energetical healing work that I do as the sacred Scotsman type stuff so I just thought it was nice to, to bring that in as well and tie that in. Yeah absolutely Christopher I mean I think that's a great way to put it where why do we not want to pay money for good food I mean Somebody, the, a farmer is taking the time to grow this, put their love into it, put the best that they can into this, not put garbage all over it to grow it bigger, faster, stronger, whatever you want to say. No, they're trying to give you the best that they can provide. I mean, talking about all, all the analogies, you can use all the analogies you want. If, if you want good stuff, you're going to have to pay a little bit for it. Uh, and I don't think that's a bad thing because if you're not paying a fair amount for your food as it is, you're probably not getting the highest quality food to begin with. So yeah, good food is going to end up being a little bit more expensive. And one of the other things as well is like the organic foods that we have now, like the, the, the mineral richness of the soil is depleted. It's not the way it was 100 years ago, 200 years ago. So the organic food that we're getting now, which was called just food 200 years ago, <laughs> years ago um, is not to the same nutritional level. So we really need to boost our nutrient level as much as we can, where we can and how we can. And this is just, I see it as an affordable way and a convenient way to do it. And I won't go OTT over the top with that. I will take what I need when I need it and use use it specifically throughout the year, depending on the season and depending on what I'm doing and what stresses I'm putting on my body. Now, we talked about energy before we talked about coffee how do you like your coffee i really have it if i'm honest yeah I, yeah like i really have coffee i really have tea um then are there any let me ask you this are there any vices that you have is there anything there where it's like all right i'm gonna live a little this is what i like to either do to eat whatever it may be well, well my treat would be like a yeah. beer I, i'm a normal guy yeah i enjoy a beer a nice what, what, what kind of beer do you like um, we've got a really nice um, organic beer out here and, and they do nice levels like blondes and um, a little bit darker and uh, I'm desperately trying to remember the Black Isle uh, distil distillery I believe it is and they do a really nice selection of organic ales so yeah I'm I glad I've got an organic one to mention there. No, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that question. That's, that's, that's one of those, we're talking about eating right we're talking about getting yeah. energy levels right all this and stuff but it's still if you're not enjoying if you don't like you said you you like beer personally i can't stand beer but i use the analogy before of a dry wine like i like a drier red wine now am i gonna have 
couple bottles a week? No, but if I have maybe a glass or two a month, that's actually what I just yeah. enjoy. So I'm going to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not a purist. It's not like 100% or nothing type thing. You need to have some sort of balance. Ideally, that's sort of 80-20 or if you want to be really good, 90-10 sort of thing. And just work in there. And some days you're going to be better with your nutrition and other days you're going to be uh, worse. But the thing is, and this is going to come back into the consciousness and the presence, when you know that a food or liquid like beer is bad for you, you have a choice to make. Do you wish to have that, knowing the repercussions of it? So for example, if you have some sort of gluten intolerance, um, I'm using that even though there's a lot of skeptical um, comments about whether it even exists or not. But um, for example, if you've got a food that you're intolerant to, and you know it, and you know how you feel when you take that food, but it's a food that's it's a treat or it's it's the the poor nutritional choice but it's just something that you've used to have more of before and you've broken away from it you've got a conscious choice do you want to have that and allow those flavors in your mouth and to take that level of nutrition into your body and then to have the reaction or do you not you've got a choice if you're happy with the fact that for two or three days you're going to feel pretty shitty then that's your conscious decision and that's fine no one's going to judge you and you shouldn't worry about that. So, And you shouldn't judge or criticise yourself either. That again jumps into a lot of the coaching work that I do. Um, Self-criticism and self-judgement. So yeah, like when it comes to, to nutrition, to, to the choices, to, to the habits we have and the choices we make, as long as you're consciously aware of what you're doing, then fine. Like you're, you might be up at the 90-10. Many other people might be at the 80-20 split. And that's fine if that's where you're happy being. So like you said, having the wine, for me having the beer, or if someone cracks out to the pizza place or something like that, it's a, it's a decision. But be conscious with it. That's a fantastic point, is that consciousness. Uh, I, I absolutely agree. And talking, like you said, about your work, are there any books, any resources that you've used that have really kind of struck home for you with being able to tune in with your energy? I mean, you or even men's work uh, you mentioned shamanism i mean reiki all these things are there any things that you either go back to reading or are currently reading that you really like a lot of the sort of shift that came through me was reading stuff to do with david dada who does a lot of sort of polarity work and that masculine feminine energy and balance within ourselves as well as when we are in a relationship so he's a really good author he's got a number of good books out there one specifically for men, I believe, is the, the Way of the Superior Man, or it's the Way of the Superior Warrior. Um, that's one of his most popular ones. And then he does, there's many other books to do with um, like relationships and couple stuff, and it ties into Tantra, it ties into Taoism, it ties into many of these sort of uh, spiritual practices. Another author would be Mantak Chia. Um, who has something like 200, 250 books published and he is like a spiritual Taoist Tantra master who has his own healing centre in Thailand and he is very much around the cultivating our energy, cultivating sexual energy and using it for healing and yeah, uh, it ties into to Tantra, into sexual energy, into being with a partner as well as working on your own energy and then some authors to do with the men's work 
is a book by is a book called I Am John by Robert Blythe, which is B L Y for his surname. That's a really really good uh, book, and I've got the audio and listened to it a number of times. Yeah, another great author for men's work is Joseph Campbell, and I think it's the the Heels Journey is the book, the main one. Uh, but he's got a number of books as well. So there's a lot of references. Absolutely. I think if, if people checked out even one of those, they would probably get a whole uh, bunch of knowledge from them. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot in all of those authors, those four or five authors. There's a huge amount you can look up. And what my advice to anyone who wants to look at some one of, one of those authors or any of the books is just pick one. Pick one book, pick one author, and just start with that, rather than looking at them all and going, oh my god, which one do I choose? Or you buy five and then never start any of them, type thing. Because I've, in like a, a long time ago, I used to, I fell into that trap as well, where it's like, oh, I need to know everything, all at one time. And it's like, uh, especially when I started the Czech training that we've done, it was like, well, I need to do, especially when you meet teachers and mentors who talk about other courses and it's like, well, I need to do that course and that course and that course and that course. And it's just, you fall into the being a course junkie. Just and they've done that over years too. Like yeah, they, they're exactly. talking about it. Yeah, it's almost like, well, I need to be as good as them and I want to do it in five minutes and they've done it in like 25 years. <laughs> so yeah, my advice would be pick up an author that resonates with you from this podcast, pick a book that resonates with you and just get it at the library or buy it and just work through that to begin with. And I'll make sure to put all those over in the show notes in case people missed it if they want to go check any of them out. But yes, I, I will make sure, well, I, I wish I could do it where they could only click one and no others there uh, <laughs> to start with that and go from there. So Christopher, another thing that I want to ask you, what what is your vision? We're talking about a lot of uh, health, wellness type things here. What is your vision for a healthy future, whether that be for yourself for the world, but I mean, both in, in 10 years from now and 100 years from now, what is that going to look like? We need to think about that one. <laughs> gotcha uh, on that one, all right. No, 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 no I, I can answer that. <laughs> I, really, I really want people to, to wake up. I want them to be aware of the systems that are in place, which are classed as, that's just the way life is. This is normal. This is the way we are supposed to be. Like, I want people to become more conscious of their energy, of their body, of the environment around us, the connection to the earth and stuff. I want them to realize that they have a choice, that they can choose a different life or a different reality. I want them to believe that their dreams are possible. Yeah. Now, are there any dreams? Uh, what are your dreams right now? Like, Do you have any goals, dreams, just big visions for yourself? Yep, definitely. Um, and this has changed a little bit for me recently. It, it was before I wanted, I really, like I have done a lot of traveling with the work through learning with teachers overseas in different continents and stuff. And I've, I've really enjoyed that. And I, I love being in different cultures and in different environments and meeting different people that way. And when I was doing that, I was also coaching and offering sessions and uh, private work. And I liked working and, and doing workshops and stuff as I traveled and allowing other people from other areas access to, to me 
to whatever my natural gifts are, whatever my learnt gifts are on a cognitive level and to share my experiences and, and my perceptions of life and if I'm travelling the world and doing workshops or retreat work the right people will find me and will come. I'm just trying to, I would like to make it a little bit more available so I'm working on like my, my own personal financial freedom um, which is through Purium predominantly so that is simply a vessel for me to do that. The change that I mentioned before I said all that is that I feel a, a time coming where my travelling that I get up to the next time I start travelling again it's going to be more about me because from leaving high school going to college it's all been health and fitness and it's all been about going into being in service for someone in some way so whether it's on a one-to-one -one basis or a group basis I'm giving lots, I'm giving advice, I'm giving coaching, I'm giving my advice based on the best level of knowledge that I've accumulated at that time. So it's always been about me being there for other people. And what I feel really right now is that I want to do a lot of my own personal work, which will benefit everyone when I decide to come back to do more retreat work or more workshops and stuff, because I will have learned and gained so much more. And I'll go through my own issues and my own challenges and by going through those issues and challenges then I'll have more answers for what worked for me because all I can do is really share my experience and the resolution or the, the strategies that I've found that have worked for me for whatever issue, if someone's got the same issue that might not work for them. Like I said earlier on with the nutrition, everyone's very individual whether you respond well to it or whether you respond amazingly well to it. Um, the same thing goes for healing work or personal development work. It's very much, some people really love breath work, some people really love body work, um, some people really love um, sort of tarot, channeling, mediumship, psychic stuff. Uh, whatever your spiritual preference or healing preference is, um, shamanic work, tantra, Taoist stuff, whatever it is, you're gonna, you, there'll be something that resonates well with you. So I can only share my experiences and my developments. Um, but yeah, I feel very much that my next set of travelling um, is going to be focused on, well, I want to go to that retreat in maybe uh, Central America or Central, like North America, and then maybe I want to go to another retreat in, in Bali or New Zealand or Australia or whatever, and it's going to be retreat-based for me. And yes, I'll be learning as I'm there, potentially, but it's more about working on me, taking time out for me because I've given so much and not taken enough for myself and that's one of my biggest lessons is that I need to receive as well. So yeah, I think that's a, a lesson that not only uh, for yourself that uh, I know I can take personally and I think a lot of people probably could. Yeah, it's hard to receive and I've, I'm one of the people that's, that's one of the challenges that I've, uh, that I'm working on and have been is that it's okay for me to receive. It's okay for me to step back and not be the person always giving. You can't always put out. You need to have that, that harmony and balance. So coming up on the end of time here, and a couple more questions uh, that I want to finish with. Uh, one of the first things, or one of the first ones I always ask everybody is, who would you want to hear on this podcast? And what is it that you would either want to ask them or just hear them speak about? The first name that came to mind is going to be a great challenger for you. It was Tony Robbins. <laughs> Tony Robbins. Uh, I, I've I've listened to Tony speak uh, several times. Uh, listened to him on a lot of podcasts, and he's always great. So, uh, 
I've also had challenges. Uh, another one that somebody threw out was also Elon Musk. So hey, okay. I, I have some big ones that I have to try and get here. But okay, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna still put it out and see if I can get Tony to come on the show. But if given the opportunity, what is it that you want to ask him, or what is it that you would even just like to hear him talk about? I think it would really. I think the benefit for everyone would be hearing. I know he's done so much about it, but that really, the true potential of accessing your dreams, the, the how, as a reality for you to achieve it, that sort of topic. I know he's done that in many sort of books and stuff like that, but I think it's, for it really ties into what I would like to see happen more with the question you asked me of the, the 10 year goal or in 10 years, what would I like to see? So it really would kind of tie into that stuff. Um, and it's not like I'm, I'm a huge follower of Tony Robbins or I have been listening to him recently. Um, it was just intuitively that was the first name that came in my head when you asked. So I so. think that's a great answer from that standpoint, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that would be that'd be cool. And I think a little bit of that was just to challenge you to see if you can get them on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm loving the challenges that people are posting to me here, so that sounds great. Now, last thing, though, what is... One non-negotiable health habit you have that you never compromise on. But before you answer that, everybody, if you want to hear the answer to that, you got to go over Bare Naked Health Podcast, check out the show notes to hear what Christopher's one non-negotiable health habit is. Uh, but before you go, where else can our listeners find out more about you? Cool. Um, well, Sacred Scotsman's website is sacredscotsman.co.uk. Um, you can. I've got some articles that I've I've written up on there. You can read more about the the work that I do, the body work. You can read a little bit more about my my background. And there's also a page where clients have gave feedback or commented, so you can see what others have said about the work that I've done with them, which is pretty cool because there's a variety of your everyday person as well as health professionals in there, uh, and who are quite high up in their field as well. So. Yep, yeah, they can they can find me there. Um, I'm on Facebook with the same Secret Scotsman uh, page for any sort of nutritional stuff. Uh, people can find me on Facebook. I've got a Facebook group, Live Free, Live Healthy, and I have the, the website LiveFreeLiveHealthy.com, which is more health coaching related and connected to the Purium products as well. Excellent. And make sure those will all be in the show notes along with all the books so everybody can go ahead and check those out. And again, Christopher, Sacred Scotsman here. Thank you so much for coming on the show and appreciate all that you've given to us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's always good to talk to you, Nick. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to go check on your brain health by going over to barenakedhealthpodcast.com and taking the free brain quiz. By doing so, you can get a free copy of my book, The Four Morning Secrets to Perfect Brain Health, shipped to your door. Also, please head over to iTunes to give the Bare Naked Health Podcast a positive comment and a five-star rating. This really goes a long way in getting the word out and helping to share the podcast with others.